So let me ask you, do you move well, eat well, and sleep well? Do you feel that modern medicine is looking out for your best interest? Do you know how to take care of your body so you can stay pain-free and in the activities you love? Do you know what options you have? If not, that's a problem, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Trevor Folker, and welcome to the Green Bay Health Project Podcast. The Green Bay Health Project podcast is sponsored by Movement Performance and Rehabilitation, where we help the athletes and active adults move better, perform better, stay pain-free, and in the sports and activities that they love. We do this by focusing on their movements and optimizing their mobility and strength. We believe that your body is your greatest tool, and when you take care of it, you can move better, you feel better, and you thrive. So head to movement-rehab.com, that's mvmt-rehab.com, to learn how we can help you stay active and pain-free. What's going on, guys? It's Trevor with the Green Bay Health Project Podcast, and today we are talking with Caitlin Tielens, owner and holistic healer at Trinity Healing. Um, before I get into too much of it, I want Caitlin to, uh, I mean, first, thanks for coming on. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, for sure, and taking time out of your night. Um, I guess because it is evening at this time of recording, but uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and uh, a little bit about the background and finally how Trinity Healing kind of started. Okay. So it's evolved um, over a long period of time. I started as a um, counselor, more traditional mental health field. And... um, so I, you know, went through the schooling and everything like that and got my master's degree and then got licensed in professional counseling. And then um, after I got into all that kind of checked off, then I got into what's called brain spotting. And so I was hooked um, as soon as I found out about it. And I went through, um, there's multiple levels of training. Um, you can get certified in it as well. Um, so then I went through level one, two, and three training. I did different types of um, more specific brain spotting trainings um, on things like generational brain spotting, looking at things that are inherited from our our ancestors and how we um, kind of recreate those patterns in our life. And then um, I did a master's class with Dr. David Grant himself, who founded brain spotting, which was really cool because I kind of got to see him work and how he implements brain spotting with his clients. Um, and so I was kind of in the midst of brain spotting trainings when I was working at an equine facility. And so I started to pair brain spotting with horses and working with horses. Um, and I think they're like my favorite animal ever. And I believe that they mirror us really well, um, just like a lot of animals do. But um, so then I started to pair those two modalities, I guess, together. And then, um, then uh, I guess it would have been. Shortly before the pandemic hit, I got really into more consciously anyway. I mean, I think I was always in this energy healing, mm-hmm. you know, practice. But um, then I started looking into different energy practices. Um, and one big thing that I love about brain spotting is something we use called bilateral sound. And I believe sound is extremely healing. So then I got into finding out what different sound healings that people were offering. Um, which then led me down to Emotion Code, uh, another form of energy healing that was founded by um, Dr. Bradley Nelson, the chiropractor, and looking at trapped emotions that we 
again, inherit. And that just kind of give, gave that parallel to the generational brain spotting, which this ancestral stuff, this inherited stuff, these inherited patterns is something that I've been really interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, wow, this stuff works really fast. <laughs> um, and I kind of found myself being like, wow, what am I doing with brain spotting? I don't even need that anymore. And then I realized that there was a way to pair kind of energy healing. Um, at that time, it was specifically emotion code was the, the technique that I had founded. But then just energy and being um, cognizant of shifting energy and pairing that with sound. Um, but more specifically, the bilateral sound, just because um, I believe that like our left and right side, there's that, there's something about that and being able to sync our, you know, our intuitive brain and our like thinking more rational brain and bringing those two parts of um, ourselves to work together. So kind of like envisioning um, almost like an infinity symbol or the figure eight Mm. and just seeing them kind of loop, you know, together and link together. Um, and how, when we put on the bilateral sound, that was kind of the point with brain spotting was that would help think left hemisphere, right hemisphere. And by doing that, we kind of, as we say, get out of your own head, get out of your own way and let yourself kind of release and let yourself process on a really deep level. And so then I just started using that concept with, um, I guess, energy healing and how to shift that energy to have it flow the way that it was meant to and get us back to our natural state, um, which is health, well-being, wholeness. Um, and so it's just kind of evolved. And uh, I would say that my practice is not, you won't find it anywhere else. <laughs> um, you know, I can't say I do emotion code anymore because I don't really do emotion code anymore. Um, I can't, I mean, I can't really say I do, I mean, I, there's components, right? There's components of the different modalities that I've learned over the years. And I've just figured out a way to integrate it myself to make it my own. Um, so it's, it's evolved and I would, yes, I went to school to be a counselor and that was the start of it. But now um, I just identify as a healer um, and, you know, like you said, a holistic practitioner mm-hmm. treating your, your whole system. You have to look at it from a system perspective, um, which my background my master's was in marriage and family therapy. So I always was focused on the system and looking at things from that kind of big picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also feel like I've now found myself to be more of a motivational speaker, like trying to inspire people and help people see what they can do for themselves. So. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. It's come a long way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, could you explain a little bit more about what brain spotting is um, the process of it? I don't know if, I mean, until we talked, I wasn't real familiar with it either. So if you could just go into detail a little bit about how that or what that is, how it works and whatnot, that'd be cool. Sure. So um, David Grand, who founded Brainspotting, um, was working with a figure skater. He was um, doing what, <clears throat> what we call EMDR, again, based on eye movement, a different type of therapy that had been around for many years. And he noticed as he was kind of scanning her visual field with his finger that she had an eye wobble and he said, you know, kind of like a reflex, which I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about in the mm-hmm. field that you're working in. Um, and so there was this eye wobble. He's like, there's a reflex there. There's something there. And so he said, just hold your eyes there. And as she held her eyes there, all this, like, I think he described it as like a torrent of trauma just came up. 
And they had been working together for about a year and never been able to access it. And so a big, um, I guess, barrier that she was coming up against is that she could do every move but the triple loop. And they went and did this session. And after this session, she went out and did the triple loop. And so he was like, wow, we're onto something. And this concept of where we look affects how we feel. And so that's where he got more into like focusing on a focal point. Because from what I understand with the MDR practice, it's more of a fast moving, whereas brain spotting is very focused and you just hold your eyes there on that spot. Um, in brain spotting, to kind of simplify it, we use um, an activation spot or a resource spot. So an activation spot would be like, say you're talking about um, a problem in a relationship or um, a past trauma of some kind, and you have a reaction in your body. Um, you might have like a tightness in your chest or you know, constriction in your throat, something like that. That's where you're feeling the most activated in your body. And so you would, um, as you bring up this issue in brain spotting, this is what we, you know, consciously set the intention you bring up the issue and as you bring up that issue what do you notice in your body because the biggest thing i've learned with brain spotting is your body is your best resource mm -hmm. so we have to listen to our bodies mm -hmm. and when our bodies are something's happening in our bodies we have to pay attention to that and so when we consciously bring up an issue and we have an activation or a reaction whatever you want to call it in your body that means there's something there there's something and now with energy that means there's something stored there that's like and we have to process it and so that it can then be released and then you're, you know, healed from that. So you would do an activation, something along those lines, or a resource spot is where, which is kind of where I tend to do more of that, where you kind of, I say you go to your happy spot, but mm -hmm. your happy place. Um, but you envision something that brings, you know, a positive state, you know, a sense of calming. You know, a lot of times people visualize being with someone they really love, you know, like their kids or something like that, or envision being outside in a certain type of setting, and then finding where they feel the most calm in their body, and then bringing, um, being aware of that, and then again, as the brain spotting therapist, you would scan across their visual field to find where they feel the most calm, peaceful, neutral, whatever word it is, in their body, and then you just process. And so people just, it sounds, you know, you just hold your eyes there, and then all this stuff Hmm. Um, so I know I've had just like, you know, a couple stories. One of my first brain spotting experience, and I still get goosebumps when I tell the story <laughs> because it just got me like, I think that set it off. Like I got really excited about what it could do. I, I was working, um, doing the equine therapy and I was predominantly working with young girls, mm -hmm. girls. Um, it was a suicide prevention intervention program. And so these girls were really struggling and I was working with an individual and she, could not take a shower without having a panic attack because there was so much trauma associated with being in the shower. And that's how significant it was. And we did brain spotting on this. And she contacted me that night and she goes, oh my God, I took a shower. I didn't have a panic attack. <laughs> and it was that day. And it was like, she had been dealing with this day in, day out. And it, it was like that. It happened mm. so fast. And she felt so much better. Um, so I was like, wow, we're like, we're onto something, you know, this, there's this idea that working on your, your well-being, your health, um, processing trauma, that it has to take a long time mm -hmm. and you have to deal with it for the rest of your life. And you don't, I mean, it was just so cool. Um, and so 
you know, I've, I also, like I said, I paired it with equine therapy and saw some amazing things shift in like how the horses would mirror as they're processing things. And the coolest thing about brain spotting too was, you know, I had done the traditional talk therapy and people were talking in circles mm-hmm. and they were just, they'd come and they'd say the same thing every week. And it was just like, we're not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. And brain spotting goes deep. So it's about accessing your subcortical, subcortical brain, your subconscious. Um, and so then it just, it, it, it just goes so deep that mm-hmm. the results are more permanent, more lasting. Um, so it, it's, it's profound. It is absolutely profound. I've had my own personal experiences as I've done brain spotting over the years. Um, but it's just that idea that where you look affects how you feel. And if you use your body as a resource and you pair it with that, you know, focal point in, in that um, field of vision that you can process it. And then it's as you process, it's released. But, um, you know, like I said, with the traditional counseling, you talk in circles. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to talk. Okay. That's the coolest thing is brain spotting. You know, most times for myself anyway, when I would do brain spotting, I'd barely say a word. I was processing all internally. <laughs> and sometimes when you're going so deep in the brain, you don't have words for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and with, you know, like I was saying about generational and us inheriting, this is stuff when you're going that deep, this is stuff that is preconce- I mean, people preconception before you were conceived, like this is really deep stuff. And so there's no word, you know? Um, so it just goes so much deeper, so much faster. And so um, it, it just compared to traditional counseling, it, mm-hmm. it, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And that's really nice because you'll get a lot of people that are, are maybe not a lot. I'm not sure, but people that just aren't comfortable talking. They're, they're worried like something's going on, but they're not necessarily open to having conversations about it with people. And this doesn't have to be that way. Like there's ways to get into those deeper, almost trapped emotions, I guess you could say. Um, and it sounds like this is that kind of route. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's 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 really amazing. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um so you pair that with uh bilateral sound? Is that correct? Yeah, yep. So, um there you can do brain spotting without the bilateral sound. Okay. It's just an an additional component. Cuz even in the healing that I've done, you know, now in my practice, not everyone necessarily uses the bilateral sound. Mm-hmm. Um you can still find a focal point, but I believe the bilateral sound enhances the process. Yeah. Um, and I would say, so you can find bilateral sound, um, you know, people can find it just on Spotify mm-hmm. or, you know, what, whatever kind of um, music that you're, you know, program that you're using. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a lady who is actually out of Colorado and she created her own bilateral sound. It's called Bodhi Tree Bilateral. Um, and hers is by far the best. Yeah. Um, it's very like, it's just very comforting, soothing, like nature sounds, but also paired with some music. She's a musician. And so, okay. but also a brain science therapist and has kind of brought those two things together. So, so yeah, then the bilateral sound is usually just, um, we could say like kind of like a background noise mm-hmm. and just kind of background. And um, as you're processing, you kind of might not even notice it. But sometimes, like in my experience, when it would shift track, it would almost like when it shift tracks, then it would shift my process. And it was like, that was exactly what I needed to kind of shift it to the mm-hmm. next level. Um, so it is a component of it, but you certainly can do it without it. 
Yeah, that's really cool. And I mean, from everything I've read and people I've talked with, sound, I mean, is so important and it can heal and there's different sounds for different um, times and places in the body as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think, I mean, I've never experienced uh, brain spotting. I'm definitely very interested, but I would think just personally, like you kind of said, you hear a track you're whether you're aware of it or not it changes and then it's almost like like you said a complete shift i, I bet that's mm-hmm. a pretty cool experience for people to feel mm-hmm. well and the idea with bilateral sound too i think is you know just like there's other sound healing stuff where they're targeting different parts of the body mm-hmm. but the the brain is the body the body is the brain and really the brain is that's navigating the whole system so if you target the brain then it's going to shift in the body where mm-hmm. it is held you know so um, I believe, I think that's why I got so into brain spotting because you have, you have to start with the brain. Yeah. Um, and then that will, once that, that, that um, connection is changed um, or neutralized, then that neutralizes wherever it is that it's stored elsewhere in the body. Huh. And it's kind of like a reflection, you know, mm-hmm. of the thoughts that you're having there. Yeah. That's really cool. And it's, it's really interesting. All of this is really interesting and it's a nice natural way of kind of unhinging some of those emotions you might not even be realized you're hanging on to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I mean, is detrimental. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's tough. And sometimes I, I know that talking and things you might not be comfortable with, or you just might not be getting to the actual root issue because you don't even know it's necessarily there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what's a typical session look like? So what is, can you walk us through that? Typical is hard to say because <laughs> everyone's so different. Exactly. Yeah, um, for sure. But I would say more recently sessions are usually about an hour to 90 minutes or okay. so. Um, and I think it, yeah, it's so unique to the individual. So, but if I were to try to simplify it, it would be, you know, you come in and say, Okay, this is what I want to work on. This is what I'm feeling. Um, and I think that people become the most relaxed as they lie down. So that's ideal. But some people prefer to mm-hmm. sit. And then, um, like I said, we may or may not use the bilateral sound. I'm a big fan. But um, putting on the sound. And then, you know, a lot of times, this is the other thing kind of that I came to learn with brain spotting. You know, as a brain, as brain spotting therapist, traditionally, we would use what we call like a pointer and we would drag it across their visual field and find that spot. Sometimes I think when we can go deepest is if we close our eyes because we remove all the outside stimuli and we can just kind of go within. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't necessarily consciously set the intention of finding a spot, but I think people just naturally go to a spot, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they find that spot. They go to the, I say, I just say, go to your happy place, wherever that is. Um, and like I said, some people prefer just peace, silence, and that's their way of, um, being able to go inward that, in that, like, in that deep level. Um, other people like that bilateral sound. And then again, you're getting that integration. And then I'm just setting the intention, you know, Trevor, over the last, even just over the last few months, like intention is everything. Mm -hmm. And so if you're coming in with the intention to heal it completely, that is possible. Um, you know, some of the other things that I think I got disappointed with, especially being in counseling is like people are going every week for years mm-hmm. and not getting anywhere, really essentially not getting anywhere. <laughs> um, 
my goal with everyone coming into the session with me is to literally heal on the deepest level possible, like on the cellular level to heal the DNA. So they never have to come back again. Hmm. Um, I think we've created systems that people are dependent on the system and then they forget what they can do for themselves. And so I want people to come to me one time and never come back. Mm -hmm. And I say that from like a really loving place because then they can go out and then they can spread it. You know, it's kind of like that pay it forward, right? Like, okay, now you found out who you really are. Now go and share it with the world. Mm -hmm. Don't ever come back. I mean, like, <laughs> keep me posted, of course. Right, I love right. to hear the good stories, but I hope you don't ever have to come back to see me. I actually had a client when I got really excited about sharing things together and how like deep it could go and how quickly it could happen. And I was like, I think we could do this in one session. And my client was like, Caitlin, that's not a very good business model. And I was like, <laughs> this isn't about business. Right. This is about doing what's right. Mm -hmm. And if I believe it can happen, and that's the energy I'm fueling in those sessions, I'm spreading that with the people in my office, right? Mm -hmm. So then they come in and they can feel that and they can set that intention. They can do it too. It's like um, one of my favorite people to listen to is Joe Dispenza. Oh, yeah. and, and he has people come and they have, you know, significant like physical ailments. Um, they can't talk. They can't walk. They've had, like, this lady, she had stage four cancer. Doctors are telling her, like, you're not going to live. You just go and live your life as much as you can to be prepared to die. Mm -hmm. And they leave completely healed. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, that's possible. And when you put yourself in a space with someone that believes that and you are willing to trust them, then that's possible and you can do it too, you know? So my, my goal is you come in, you relax, we see where it takes you. I mean, that's what we always said in brain spotting, like you're in the tail of the comet, you're following the comet and you just see where it goes. So I have no idea where the sessions are going to go. <laughs> and if I go in thinking I know where it's going to go, then my limitations mm, are getting in the way. Good point. Yeah. And so I just go in saying, I believe healing on the cellular level is possible. And if they're open to it, then they can receive it. and then. Like I said, ideally, they don't have to come back. So it's like, you know, you come, you relax for an hour, hour and a half. You might share a little bit, whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. um, and then you leave feeling 10 times better. Yeah. And then the other part, too, is over time, it's going to process, you know. So you're going to feel it. And then you're going to see shifts in your life because it's like a reflection. Mm -hmm. What you have going on internally you create your own reality. And so once you change what's going on internally, your external reality starts to shift. You're like, holy cow, like this change and this, this change. And oh my God, I feel so much better about this. And mm -hmm. it's just, re it's really cool. So what, what do people feel like after? Cause I would imagine if they come in feeling maybe wound up or, or not really certain about how they feel, what's a typical response to something like this? It's well, one of my favorite stories, uh, and I, I might have mentioned it to you last time we chatted, but I, I had a girl in my office and she was like really suicidal. I mean, she was mm -hmm. really struggling and, you know, not wanting to be here. Mm -hmm. And I said, just let me, you know, let me try and help you out today. And mm -hmm. she didn't, she was one that didn't want to talk, nothing. And at the end of the session, she looked at me and she said, Caitlin, I feel like I could run five miles. <laughs> and it, that was in one, like one hour. We went from that low to that high, and it was, oh. she just, 
Yeah. Amazing. That's incredible. Um, I mean, that's, that's powerful. So I guess with my next question was going to be along those lines, like, and this, I don't personally like this question, but I'm curious. Um, is there a typical, not typical, this can help with everything, right? I mean, from anxiety to just wanting to better your, your life or your mental well-being, it, it probably takes care of all of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, what other stories do you have like that? Because I, I, I personally think stories that can help people and people relate to them, uh, it's it's so important for people to understand that one, they're not alone going through things, but two, that there there's a way out and it's, it doesn't have to always be like the traditional way because sometimes mm-hmm. that's in my, I mean, obviously we do things differently. You do things differently. And it ain't normal. It ain't well normal with quotes around it. The traditional right. way like of thinking. Society yeah. says it be exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had people that come in with like really strong physical pain i mean mm-hmm. seven or an eight and then they leave and it's like a two and they're like That's awesome. holy shit caitlin what did you do <laughs> i said i didn't do it you did it yeah. <laughs> um but it's just yeah it's overall it's just like this uh a call like a sense of calm mm-hmm. um you know or people have these thoughts and then they can't access them anymore because they're no longer a part of Mm. who they are like mm. they don't identify with them they can't even re- recall those thoughts mm-hmm. um they can't connect to them it's not who i am you know i mean even myself personally i was like i try to think uh my mom will say something too she's like well don't you remember this and i was like no i don't <laughs> and i was like isn't that good that i don't remember it like i don't i'm not connected to it um and i i think you joe dispenza says a lot like about being so in love with you like your now and your future that you can't even connect to your past mm. and that's that's really what it's about is when people can't connect to it and they're not defined by their past anymore and mm-hmm. they're just living in the now which is where we belong you know yeah. <laughs> right that's a hard place to get to though sometimes mm-hmm. i mean that's something yeah. i struggle with uh you know whether it's past stuff or future stuff it's just it, it it's almost like with with our society it's on the go 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 that people don't realize what they're hanging on to or mm-hmm. that they need to maybe take a step back and uh take care of themselves a little bit so yeah i mean this is all so interesting there's so many ways that this could go <laughs> <laughs> um i how so trinity healing where did the name come from um so, well, it has a lot of meaning. Yeah, and um, that's a, right. <laughs> um, Trinity is the name of uh, the the Irish pub that I met my husband. Okay. Um, so in Milwaukee? Been, yeah. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that was like a, a pivotal moment in my life because I mm-hmm. saw him and I knew he was the one. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those intuitive, you know, experiences. You just know. You mm-hmm. don't, can't explain it. You just know. Um, so that's part of it. The other part is um, the symbol for Trinity healing is what's called a Celtic motherhood knot. Okay. And so it's supposed to represent three things, obviously, Trinity. Um, your 
Celtic heritage, so I am very Irish and identify a lot with that. Um, my grandfather, my dad's dad was 100% Irish. And so I've always had a strong pull to um, that connection and, mm-hmm. and um, where that comes from and my ancestors on that side specifically. Um, and it also is supposed to represent um, your faith and then the connection between mother and child. Mm-hmm. So um, a big uh, passion that I have is healing um, birth trauma mm. and how really our birth is where it starts. Yeah. Um, it kind of sets the energy. We talk about energy and, um, you know, some people I've done it myself, but done like astrology readings and stuff. And they'll talk about, they'll ask when you were born, where you were born and what time you were born. And I never really knew all this stuff. Like, what does that matter? But everything's energy. So it does matter. Um, and, but not only that with brain spotting, especially I learned how you're born matters, how you come into this world sets you up for life. Hmm. It sets the energy. And so, um, this relationship between mother and child is really important. Um, and like, I know you've, uh, gotten to speak with Green Bay doulas and Mm -hmm. they're amazing women and they have, um, respect for this as well and that connection. And so. Um, me personally, I believe that women are extremely strong in what they can do and having a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've learned, um, myself that they can do it without the medical field, mm-hmm. without, um, anyone, you know, my, um, like I said, you have the power to do it yourself. And so it was this strong passion to implement, like kind of incorporate that, that, that relationship that relationship between mother and child as being a part of my, um, what my business represents because I just think that's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, but also again, then it, it kind of looks like my, um, logo kind of looks like three heads almost. It looks like, and it could go. So <clears throat> my dad, if I go with my dad's side of the family, he's the Irish. Um, so he's got the last name Quinn. When I got married, I didn't want to lose Quinn, and mm-hmm. so I kept my my um, maiden name, and which is my middle name. Oh, nice! So my middle name is Quinn, mm-hmm. and my daughter, her first name is Quinn. Oh, cool! And so it's kind of like the three, um, and she was a big start of my own healing on this really deep level because mm-hmm. it was, and that's that same connection, mother and child, and that's okay. when I became a mom. Okay. Um, but also my dad, my mom, and me. Right. So mm-hmm. there's the three. And these three generations and the importance of that. So it has a lot of meaning. I don't even know if I'm aware of all of them yet. <laughs> but <laughs> the start of it was like, oh, Quinn, Irish. Then it just, and actually what was cool is when I did my own brain spawning session, um, I have a cross that I wear and it has a Trinity logo in the middle that my mom gave me. Um, and my the lady I was seeing for brainstorming at the time put it on the tip of the pointer that we use, and that was my focal point. So I'm all about symbols too. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I like visualized this. It was almost like the arms of a mom holding a baby, and then this this symbol. And then I started looking for it, and then it evolved, and then it it was wow. like I saw it, and then it evolved into my actual logo. Hmm. So there's lots of meaning there. Yeah. There's yeah. a ton. There's a ton. Uh-huh. Um, Erica did the same thing with uh, her maiden name and moved it to her middle name. Mm-hmm. That's that's a pretty cool thing, I think. Yeah. 
there's a reason for that. You know, there's probably a, re- a tie to that part of right. her and wanting to keep that as, you know, part of her identity. And for sure. Yeah. I didn't know how much it meant until now. Like, yeah. I just was really fixated on like, I'm not getting rid of Quinn. And at the time, I didn't really know why. And mm-hmm. now it makes a lot more sense. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a really cool thing. And I mean, it's with you for a long part of your life. And mm-hmm. I don't know. But that's a really, I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of meaning behind that name. <laughs> that's a There's lot. a lot of energy fueling that logo. For, for sure. sure. That's always yeah. a good thing though, right? Uh-huh. That positive, that positive mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so on that topic, how does, how does energy kind of negatively or positively impact um, people? I, I think that's an interesting topic. Well, I mean, you've heard the phrase, you are who you hang out with, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we're all energy. Um, our, the way I like to think of it is like who we really are is just energy, a source. Um, and then we have our energy body, our physical body, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> I believe that once we're operating at a certain frequency, mm-hmm. you know, um, you'll, I, I, you know, you may have heard of like reaching enlightenment, reaching that thousand or or I even say like a hundred percent. I believe once we get to that, it repels. We don't absorb it anymore. Mm. But until we get to that place where we're whole and we're exactly who we're meant to be, um, it's very easy to internalize. And I, I had a client who used this analogy said repel instead of absorb. So mm. we can absorb it or we can let it repel. And so I believe that once we're, operating at that high frequency and we're strong enough with knowing who we are that we don't absorb it anymore mm-hmm. it just kind of repels off of us or like when i got into emotion code they would talk about like putting up a shield mm-hmm. so they, you say. know and my one client was she loved it she's like shield up like yep. every morning shield up yeah and you put up that shield but i think once you're at that place on it that like i said on that cellular level really mm-hmm. deeply you don't even have to do it it just happens like okay. you don't even have to it just naturally works that way but it's really important that you surround yourself with high energy people mm-hmm. um, because if that's how you want to function in your life, then you have to surround yourself with those people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had readings with different people and they've said, they've called them energy vampires where they kind of drain your energy and they yeah. suck your energy. And um, so one of the biggest things about healing is it requires you to set boundaries and make changes in your relationship. Because if you really want to be healed and whole you're not gonna want to be around the same people that you once wanted to be around because mm-hmm. now you're operating in a different frequency mm-hmm. so it requires setting boundaries maybe just cutting some cords um yeah. and not spending time with those people anymore you know you send them love but you don't surround yourself with that because you're, you're not attracted to that anymore mm-hmm. right law of yeah. attraction right. um so does that answer your question? Yeah. No, it does. And I, I just think, I think it's an important topic to talk about because a lot of people, you know, have like long-term friends and stuff that maybe don't influence them the best or bring them down. And it can be very difficult to kind of cut that cord. But I mm-hmm. think like, like you keep saying, like you are who you surround yourself with. And I mean, that's, that's told everywhere. But I think people need to understand that if you want better for yourself, you got to cut that negativity out. Uh, 
that's just kind of how it goes. Um, yeah. If if you want to be a positive and have good good feeling, you gotta you gotta cut out all the negative stuff. And I mean, even social media, it's detrimental um, mm-hmm. to people, especially. I mean, this past year, year and a half, it it's been brutal, and that's something yeah. I've had to get rid of. You know, I, I loved Twitter um, because <laughs> of all the. Uh, athletic updates and sport updates and stuff but go down a couple rabbit holes and it's like i was in a good mood and now i'm just not it's it's brutal what it can do to you um anything else that you want us to know about your practice and and how you operate or how you roll um probably the only thing only other thing would be that i prefer to do sessions outside Mm, yes i meant to ask you about that yep yeah um so in the the pandemic and stuff um like i was working at a traditional counseling agency and then everything hit and people were telling people wear masks and i was like nope this ain't for me like Mm -hmm. i'm out can't do this gotta be true to myself um rented some office space and didn't feel right again you just gotta Mm -hmm. follow your heart and so um then i started working from home and well even when i had office space I found myself going and doing sessions outside yeah. anyway. Um, so clients and I would go and meet at a park somewhere and we'd go and sit on a tree or it, there was one time where we went and sat on a bench. We were actually at Voyager park mm. and it was so cool. Like again with the animals, like she was processing something and there were like a whole flock of like geese that were just like sitting right in the water. And then as soon as like we released it and you know, I was doing the motion code stuff at the time, and they just like floated away and then flew up in the sky. <laughs> it was like it was like they took it for mm-hmm. her. You know, it was really cool. Um, so I love doing sessions outside just because you get that additional benefit. Mm-hmm. The energy out there is pure. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's really comforting, it's peaceful. Mm-hmm. And so in my ideal world I do sessions outside. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that was one question I had written down that I just completely forgot about i think that is so unique honestly you don't see that too often mm-hmm. it's it's such a unique thing and being outside has its benefits um regardless yeah and then adding this kind of practice on top of it i mean i can only imagine the benefits mm-hmm. it's, yeah well and i awesome. think that was one of the things that i always loved when i worked at chaps and was doing the equine therapy because we were outside mm-hmm. my yeah. office was in a barn and i you know be freezing cold and we would still go outside i mean my toes would be like frozen but it was there's something really you can't put into words the healing just that like you said in itself and then you pair it with setting that intention to do really deep healing it it goes a lot further Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's really cool all of this is really cool and really interesting it's it's a different way of thinking it's a different way of practice but it's all natural it's it's good for you and it can just help so many people i think it's really important people know about it yeah yeah well and i think that's what drove me here is i you know i've worked you know just as yourself like i've worked in the traditional healthcare field mm-hmm. um and i saw how it was keeping people sick mm-hmm. and um you know i was i'd work at counseling agencies and stuff and there was still that pumping the medication in and I'm like, that's not, that's not healing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, you're treating a symptom 
and it's just depressing and it's just going to come right back up. Oh, yeah. So if you want healing, which I think is what we all want, that's, that's who we are, um, sure. then we have to deal with the root issue. Um, mm. But the cool thing, like I said, it, it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be, you know, miserable. And I had people in counseling, it was miserable. <laughs> it's like, we are not getting anywhere. This doesn't, this is not that way at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, you hit on a couple of key factors there is that, you know, you can't just treat the symptom because all that that's going to do is put a bandaid on things and it's not going to take care of anything because once that feels better or whatever you were, whatever that bandaid was, whether it be pills, like injections, surgeries, whatever, if you don't fix the underlying issue, it's just going to keep coming back. And people need to know that that's just the way it is. (laughs) And until you take care of the actual issue, Nothing's ever going to change. Well, yeah. And if you look at it from the energy perspective, that's all negative energy. Because mm-hmm. those are toxins you're putting in your body. Right. So it's just lowering your frequency. Mm-hmm. And it's just making you sicker. It's mm-hmm. literally, it's not making you healthier at all. It's actually doing that, I believe. That's what I believe. Um, and, that, you know, I had to figure that out my, for myself. And now it's like, no way, no way I will go near any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, I think there might be a shift coming or change coming where more people are starting to uh, shift away from that traditional type setting and go more into the natural and holistic ways. And it's, it's good to see. I hope that it mm-hmm. happens and it picks up a little bit. Yeah, people are waking up is mm-hmm. what I say. We're going through the, the great awakening and people are starting to wake up and see what, see what the, the coolest part is to see what they can do for themselves. Right. To see the power that they have and how they can heal themselves and how they can live a more fulfilling life. And it doesn't have to be so hard Mm -hmm. for sure. And it's taking that active approach to your health, kind of investing in it. I mean, taking it that way and to see that you can go through it and still come out the other side. And usually it's empowering. I mean, from what Mm -hmm. I've seen is where people um, they come in, they're a little hesitant, maybe had a bad experience um, before, and then you have them take an active approach to their health, and they start to see how strong that they truly are. You start to, they start to feel better, and it's just a domino effect from there. At, at yeah. least that's what I see, and that's my perspective of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's really cool. It's really cool. And this is all great information. This is, mm-hmm. this is very good. This is very cool. Um, all right. If there's, Let's get into those uh, last three questions because I'm going to be curious to hear what uh, one of them is. So, okay. <laughs> um, first and foremost, what is uh, one health related book that you would recommend? So or one I, of your had time, I had a hard time with this because, um, I mean, I read, I, I, oh, yeah. I've read a lot over the years, but mm-hmm. I, I prefer to listen to people speak. And I think awesome. that's just because that's who I am. Well, what, um, yeah, let's so, go with that. Yeah. So um, I would say that if you can listen to anything by Wayne Dyer, I like him a lot. Um, Joe Dispenza, mm-hmm. um, Abraham Hicks is really good, and Bob Proctor I really like. Okay. So um, and I think because that's energy too, right? Mm-hmm. So and if you listen to people that know all this stuff, and I mean they live it, mm-hmm. you know right. they live it too. Um, then just listening to that is going to increase your energy. It's going to motivate you and inspire you. And I think, so I tend to listen 
Okay. Um, but I would say, like, if you're trying to figure out what's the thought that's driving the, say you're having some sort of physical condition or whatever, mm-hmm. um, there's a few books that you can look stuff up. There's You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's um, The Healing Questions Guide by Wendy Jensen, which is cool because it gives you questions to think about that might be causing that ailment. And then it also gives you a positive affirmation to kind of help rewire that. Mm-hmm. And then there's another book I found out about through my brain spotting training that's called Biogenealogy Sourcebook. Um, and that's also a good one because it looks at um, the biological conflict that's causing the issue. Uh-huh. So what is it that, and I learned about that in my generational brain spotting. So it was focused on that inherited trauma and that generate those generational patterns that you inherit. and then they manifest into physical ailments hmm. so that sounds really interesting. those would be like good books just if you're kind of like more wanting to look stuff up but as far as like um i mean joe dispenza wrote a book becoming supernatural i mean mm-hmm. we are supernatural and that's a really great book too but i tend to like to listen so yeah. if you can find anything by any of those people and listen to them it will inspire you and yeah. it will make you you know help you start thinking more about source who you are like the energy of who you really are and not being defined by like your physical body awesome that's a that's yeah. a good point i are those podcasts or are they just like i mean audio? i'll just i just listen to um, up. youtube and yeah, stuff like okay. that but i mean they have i'm they have all kinds of stuff yeah for sure um i mean joe joe dispenza has like healing meditations you can purchase mm. um so there's things like on their websites where you can actually purchase some stuff um i did like Bob Proctor has like trainings um, and curriculum that you go through. Like I've done one of his programs, um, stuff like that. But if you're just looking for something to kind of lift you up, yeah. then I just listen to them. Abraham Hicks has written books too, many books. Esther Hicks, but she channels and identifies as Abraham Hicks. Okay. Kind of have to listen to her. It's very different, but spot on. Exactly really good stuff. And Wayne Dyer, he's written lots of books. Um, and you can listen. I listen to some of his books on audio and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like audiobooks too. Mm-hmm. Real cool. Awesome. What is your favorite health related activity to do in Green Bay, not Colorado? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I just got back from Colorado. And <laughs> I know. Those mountains, something. I else. bet. Um, I bet. Uh, I would say we go, like, I have two kids, and uh, my husband and I and the kids go to all the state parks. And we walk through the parks and, you know, we like to go to, um, there's one in Michicot, uh, what is it called? Beach State Point, Beach State Park, I think it is. Okay. Um, we love to go there because then you can walk by the water and then also go in the woods. Hmm. Kind of like at, um, what is it, the Whitefish Dunes up in Shore County. We go there, Peninsula. We go to Bears Creek a lot. We live on the east side. Hmm. So any of the parks. Really, yeah. we just kind of walk through and see what we can find. Yeah, cool. That's a that's a popular thing to do. <laughs> just get yeah, outside. Yeah, and I, I think it's I think it's become more popular because of everything we've you know yeah. been through over the last. I year, like it so. though. I'm a fan of it. Yeah. Well, that was just a silver lining, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. That that was the one thing that I hope came out of it is people uh, explored a little bit more, got outside a little bit more, um, started just to be a little bit more active. So yeah, definitely. Cool. And then uh, what's one piece of advice that you would give to somebody to help them, you know, maybe change their lifestyle, change some of their healthy habits and get and just get back on track? Um, probably 
be authentic, be true to yourself, um, that you have the power to heal within. My daughter inspired um, some stuff about superheroes, so we say be your own superhero. Nice. Um, again, like not being dependent on other people, but seeing what you can do for yourself. That it's all in there. Like all the answers are there. You just mm-hmm. have to make set that intention and decide that you want to access them. And don't let don't. It doesn't matter what other people think. Mm. You know, it's one thing I've learned is um, I think there's a saying that you were you weren't born to fit in. You were born to stand out. Mm-hmm. You know, be unique, be yourself. Um, because what I've learned is thinking outside the box is what gets you far. If you stay inside, if you stay inside and you follow the masses and you follow what most people think and say, you won't ever really become who you're meant to be. So mm-hmm. just be true to yourself, be authentic, be genuine. Yep. I love that. That's, that's great advice. I, I love that. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. Um, okay. Where can people go to contact you? What do you have website, social media pages, email? So I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm anti-social media too. I, awesome. I got myself out of that. I okay. think it's negative stuff, but, um, mm-hmm. you can contact me directly. Either, I mean, yeah, I have my website, mm-hmm. trinityhealing.co, okay. B-O. Um, or you can email me, Caitlin Teelins at trinityhealing.co, or you can call, shoot me a text at my number, 920-621-0270. Awesome. And we'll be sure to uh, include that in the posts and in the show notes as, as well. Awesome, mm-hmm. Caitlin. Well, thank you for taking time out of your night uh, to talk with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Trevor. All right. As always, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. If you would like more information about one of our guests or us at Movement Performance and Rehabilitation, just send us an email at info at mvmt-rehab.com. That's info at movement-rehab.com. 